Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record album have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs. And they all sing the same refrain. It's fun to take a trip. Put acid in your veins. From our studio located somewhere in the depths of the 614, here's your host, Rick Geffen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Cat Club Podcast, exclusively on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. As always, I'm your host, Rick Geffen, and today's show is brought to you by Bossy Girls Pen of Joint, located at 2598 North High Street, right here in Columbus. It's a trashy yet classy hangout for local musicians, burlesque dancers, comedians, and all kinds of entertainers. They have a great beer selection, whiskey, tasty sandwiches, locally roasted coffee, and of course, free Wi-Fi. They're open seven days a week. Give them a call, 614-725-5402. That's Bossy Girls Pinup Joint right here in Columbus. Well, kids, I have a special episode of the Cat Club Podcast today. I'm super excited. I, I can't contain my excitement today because I have a guest who, her voice is almost angelic. So emotive, and when you hear it, you'll you'll think the same thing. Trust me. I really don't know how I discovered her <laughs> via social media. Somebody retweeted something or other, and I found her that way. <laughs> I'm glad I did. So I want you to welcome to the show, Abby Ellis from right here in Columbus. It's good to be here. <laughs> uh, Abby is is enjoying the studio rescue dogs. Yes, all of them very are, much. are joining us for the show today. Um, right here in Columbus, you're a marketing student at Ohio State, the Ohio State University. Yes, Let me the. correct myself. Um, everybody knows I'm not from here, so I, I kind of forget to put the V in front of the, it. Yeah. The Ohio State University. So first of all, my condolences on last night's loss. <laughs> it was rough. It was rough. Um, I, I do have to say the better team won. Oh. Ooh. It, it, OSU did not play well. You can't say they did. I don't know. But this is not a sports podcast, <laughs> it's a music podcast. Um, but you're right from right here in Columbus, yep. um, born and raised, mm-hmm. right here locally, so it's it's got to be neat growing up in the city, around the city, um, with all the live music venues, you're going to the, the Ohio State University with all the sports, uh, the great reputation that it has. I mean... It's like you never left home, but it still is kind of a different world, right? It definitely. Like, we were just talking, uh, my, she's not my roommate, but my friend, she lives across the hall from me. Uh, she's from here, but her roommate is from Cleveland, and we were just driving around, and she was like, this is so weird, because, like, when you guys are OSU, like, you're basically home, and I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> like, it's so different, because, I mean, we never really went on campus when we were younger. I mean, there's not too much to do there when you're a kid, but... Yeah, when you're high school, you don't really want to go hang out at a college No, nah, I mean, so it definitely feels like a whole different world being there versus just being on the west side. <laughs> well, while classes in session, I mean, the student population is like fifty or 60,000, like, right? It's, I mean, it's huge. something crazy. Huge. Yeah. Um, but your music, when did you start... I mean, you play the keyboards mm-hmm. um, or the piano. Yeah. Uh, when did you start playing? I think, I mean, I started playing probably when I was like eight. We had like, I forget who gave it to us, but we had just one of those Casio keyboards. Sure, sure. And I figured out how to like do the drums on one side and then like the keys <laughs> on the other. So I thought I was just like a super cool musician. But Mix Master Abby. Yes, that's definitely how I felt. <laughs> and it, it didn't even have like a stand. I like propped it up on like arms, <laughs> like chair arms. So it was really fancy. But I think I started taking lessons in 2009. Okay. Yeah. And so then, about eight years ago. Yeah. And then I stopped last year. So... However many years it is, like eight, six, or eight, seven. There you go. Like that, and yeah. all of your music, and we're going to play four of your songs today. Yes. Um, like <laughs> Unlike normally where we usually play three from, from our guests, today we're playing four of your songs, all original. 
Um, I, I know our, our listeners are just going to be wowed. <laughs> I hope. It's just uh, amazingly fantastic. But you, you not only write and and uh, and play the music but you, you produce everything I mean, everything is all you that we're hearing yeah <laughs> yep i never really had like friends that did music i was kind of the only one in my maybe not my school but definitely my class so kind of just had to figure everything out on my own and see what sounded good so now is anybody in your family play instruments musical um, i mean not like constantly around me my dad in high school played drums yeah drums the and drummer yeah <laughs> and he he does stuff with the choir but nothing that i re- was really like i don't know no one in my family they're more of a sports kind of family i'm ah. the i'm the artsy one <laughs> every family needs that that creative black sheep yeah <laughs> you know black sheep a good connotation on that. Yeah, that term, definitely. Um, I know what you mean. That way. But, the, I mean, the, musically, how, how do you come up with your ideas? Is it just life events that, that pop in, or is it life experiences, or is it just you have a thought, you read a book or whatever, and it just kind of... Kind of like a blend of all of that. I mean, it depends. Most of the time, if I'm, like, actually writing a song, I just kind of, like, open my laptop. I use GarageBand, super fancy stuff, but... um. <laughs> Usually I'll just mess around with like a synth and I'm like, oh, that sounds good. So I'll loop it a couple times and then kind of from like whatever sound I'm getting there. I think to start everything, I just kind of play around with the sound. And if it sounds good, I'm like, all right, how does that make me feel? And then I kind of write my lyrics with that. So, so the music comes before the lyrics. Yeah, for the most part. There's times <clears throat> that I just like, I'm in a poetic mood and kind of write stuff down. But I feel like all, like, I have like how many notes on my phone i think like 530 or something (laughs) i don't know 485 i'm overestimating but like there's so many like things that i wrote first on there Mm -hmm. but i can never like translate it into like music so like yeah i'd say the music comes first but there's times when i wish it didn't because i write stuff and i'm like well dang it like i just wrote all this exactly and i'm like why can't i think to put like i just can't figure out the music the second time well let's not keep our listeners waiting any longer (laughs) because i want to play this song it's this is my favorite of your tracks it's called real from abby ellis and her ep the third wave
Real by Abby Ellis from right here in Columbus. A hidden gem in the Arch City. Um, Abby, it's such a fantastic song. Thank you. Um, and not only not only the the melody that goes throughout the whole song and, and the kind of the beat, very almost an ethereal, surreal type yeah, feel, definitely. but your vocal work is just... It, there's times where it's staccato and just yeah, and then it's just it's amazing. How did you? How long did it take you to put this song together? Really, is what I want to know. Really fast, like two days. I honestly, I had the beginning. If you listen like super closely, you can kind of hear it. Almost sounds like like a circus thing. It's like I don't. There's like an organ in the, the background. The quiet going along. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I had a song that I was going to write, and it had like that kind of theme with it, and I had that part like down. And I was listening to it, and I was like, man, I don't care for this. So then I just added all the other stuff, and it just, like, it came, it was just one of the songs that came really quickly. Like, I added, like, this synth and this pad and then that beat, and then it just all came. <laughs> Those are sometimes the best songs that come together. I mean, yeah. if they, I don't want to say because they came together easy that they're a great song, but when it comes together that easy... You know, sometimes it's meant to work. Yeah, exactly. You're not constantly thinking like, all right, well, this doesn't sound too great. Maybe if I did it like this, because that's I've had some of those, and I'm just like, I listen to it back, and I'm like, it just sounds too. So you're a true artist. You're overly critical of yourself. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Because I, the writing that I do, I think is is pure drivel, <laughs> and this, for some reason, people keep reading it. I don't know why, um, but no, it's your voice just. It's it's one of those. I find myself personally like hanging on, waiting for the next the next note, the next nuanced approach where it's, it kind of goes up, it goes down. I mean, it, it, does that kind of come natural to you? Uh, yeah, I guess I don't really think too hard. A lot of times, even before I have the lyrics, just when I have the music playing, I just kind of like sing nonsense just like random lyrics that like don't really make sense but i'm like all right that like flows well with the song and then i take that and i'm like all right so with that melody that i kind of just sang what am i gonna write i'm gonna write that oh there you go well this music <laughs> signifies we have to take our first break <laughs> it goes by so fast we still have three more of your songs i'm so excited <laughs> that we're gonna play she's abby ellis i'm rick geffen this is the Cat Club Podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius, Hawaiian style. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Mr. King of the Karaoke Mic. Armed with your mic, you brazenly take to the stage, refusing to leave until every last person has been lulled into a peaceful slumber. Wake me when it's over. Country, rock, R&B. From your lips, it all sounds the same, like a sick cat trapped under a parked car. That's a flat kitty. Sure, nobody's clapping, but that doesn't mean you can't give them six more encores. They're clapping on the inside. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, oh hero of the high note. You sing to the beat of a different drum, because the one in your ear is clearly broken. Mr. Karaoke King of the Mile. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Welcome back to the Cat Club Podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. As the saying goes, I have a great face for radio. I'm Brett Geffen. With me is Abby Ellis, holder of the lovely voice and just amazing, amazing music. Thank you. Once again, welcome to the show. I'm so, it, it took a little while to convince you to come on the show. <laughs> yeah. um, just because, for our listeners who don't know, you don't play out live. No, no. You don't market your music. Um, if they find you on Twitter, you have a, a link to your SoundCloud page, which is where I found all of yeah. your music. Um, but it's, is it something you think you'd want to do in the future? Yeah, definitely. I just, I think for so long I was just focused on school and like, I could have been doing this like way back. I don't think it like really came with age. Like now that I'm older, I can like do all my music, but now I definitely have more time to do it and... 
I feel like when I was little, I always dreamed of being a singer and like <laughs> famous and doing all that. And then it kind of fades, but I, it's just the one thing I love to do. Definitely. So. Well, it, it comes across in all of your songs and the songwriting. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, <laughs> some of the subject matter, and I, I want our listeners to form their own opinions on the song, because that's, that's what a song's about. I mean, it means something to the person who wrote it, but yeah. to each person that hears it, it means something different to them. Definitely. Um, but some of your lyrics are, I mean, they're really, they're, they're kind of poignant, you know. Uh, like the song that we're going to play during this segment, Odds Are Slim, is, uh, I mean, if you listen closely, it's, it tugs at your heartstrings. <laughs> I mean, it really does. Are those harder songs to write? Things like that? Um, maybe harder in the sense to actually put out there because it's just so like such a vulnerable thing. Oh, but, you're bearing your soul. Yeah, at, definitely. At that point. But not necessarily to write. I feel like because it's just it is so personal that it just it's me, so I can just write it very quickly and write it just pour out everything I want to get out and yeah. So I don't know. So, us inviting you here on the show, it came as a bit of a shock, maybe? Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, well, we're so happy that, that you decided to come on the show. Um, we, I mean, it's, like I said, I cannot say enough about your music. It's just, I'm like a little kid at Christmas time. <laughs> I'm good. I got done wrapping these presents, and it's all this music that is done by Abby Ellis locally. It's, it's blowing me away that, that nobody knows about it, except maybe your friends and family. Yeah, yeah. You know, um. To be able to hear you on the radio or <laughs> or in some national type way or something. Yeah. Is that something you ever dreamed about as, as, as a younger woman? Yeah, definitely. It was funny. Um, on Microsoft Paint, I used to be obsessed with that as a kid. Just like the little, <laughs> the little app. And one of the first <laughs> pictures I drew, it's like me. And then I drew like a spotlight coming down, and then I had a microphone. So definitely Destined for stardom yeah. <laughs> from a young age. Definitely was a dream, yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> and see, that's the great thing, though—to keep dreaming. Yeah, definitely. And never give up on your dreams. It might take longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I never dreamed many, many years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, which yeah. is. You know, on uh, a podcast, an on-demand radio show, and writing about music as a, as a, a music journalist. Mm -hmm. you know, I never dreamed I'd be doing that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you figure it out on the way. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes some of us longer to grow up than others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in my case, decades. Uh, <laughs> but, no, your music is just, it, it's amazing. Um, some people might say that you're following a trend, but... I'm not hearing anything that you're following. It's like you're carving your own path. You're you're not following somebody else's lyrical pathway. You're, I mean, you're talking about what's real to you. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's that's always just an amazing thing. And like I said, odds are slim. Another one of your songs that is just it's so poignant. The message in it is just it's going to hit people different ways. Mm -hmm. Makes me very introspective personally and it's it's one of those songs that you know it, it could make somebody cry <laughs> I mean it really could bring a tear to your eye but anyway oh. this is Odds Are Slim by Abby Ellis on the Cat Club Podcast
Odds are slim from Abby Ellis right here on the Cat Club podcast from her EP, The Third Wave. Uh, three of the four songs we're playing today are from The Third Wave. Um, tell us a little bit about that song. That's really, I mean, that's that's a song that, that to use, what's what's the term everybody uses now, hits you right in the feels. <laughs> I mean, it really, it, it, at points it almost punches you in the gut with lyrically anyway. I mean, what's the story behind this song? Um... The story is like pretty much just a story. Nothing like super personal, but what kind of inspired it all is I think I wrote this towards the beginning of summer. I feel like it was like early June maybe. And my friend was over and she listens to like a lot of a lot of rap and I was like, "You know what? We're going to watch music videos and like kind of mind music." And there's a song by the 1975 <coughs> called Robbers and I like have always just loved that song. I'm like a huge fan of them. And the music video is very like, kind of like, I don't know, gritty. It's kind of mm. just like a bad relationship that well, is just bad. And then they end up going to like a gas station and robbing it. Um, and that like odds are slim is kind of like a similar feel, both like musically and lyrically. It's just kind of a relationship. Like it's not good for either of them. I don't, I don't know it, it almost sounds like a self-destructive It is. It definitely is. Like, you don't really need to be in it, but you're in it because you just feel like it's right and it's just so wrong. And that was kind of the... That was kind of the vibe I was feeling just from the music, so... Oh, like I said, it, it really... It's a poignant song, lyrically. Um, and, and just musically, it just... It, it keeps you involved. Waiting for that, like to that, that. next part. <laughs> you know... Wondering what's going to happen next, you know, and, and it really, it, it really is a sad. Yeah, oh no, it's, it's a, a sad, different. sad song. <laughs> if I sound like happy, then you really listen to it, you're like, oh wow, yeah. Depre- <laughs> depressing song, but it's so uplifting. Yeah. You know? No, it's it, it, it just amazing music, Abby. Um, Thank you. I mean, it, it just really, like I said, hits you right in the feels. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a good thing, I think, as an artist to, to have. That kind of emotion coming from your listener. (laughs) Yeah, Whoever's listening to that song, and and it it affects them in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I I get goosebumps listening to that song. Because no matter how you take it, everybody's had a relationship that's gone bad in in some way. Mm -hmm. Maybe not quite as (laughs) self-destructive as the lyrics suggest. But everybody's had a a relationship that goes south. And it really kind of talks to that person. You know, on a different level. Yeah. Depending on how you went. At least that's my interpretation of no, it. But then again, what do I know? Yeah, I like that interpretation. <laughs> um, take you very long to write that one? I don't know. Another, another short it, song? It must not, because it must not have, because I barely remember writing it. I mean, I kind of remember, like, the zone I was in, but once I start writing, I feel like if I, if I take a break writing it and I come back, it just doesn't flow as easily. So I just, like, sit down... Yeah, it must have taken me like 30 minutes because I really don't. 30 remember. minutes and a case of Red Bull later. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Abby has wings. <laughs> but uh, music signifies we have to take another break. Pay a couple of bills. We're going to come back on the other side, hear some more music from Abby, get some more stories. And she actually works in the music industry <laughs> in, a, in a capacity here locally, but. Yeah. She's Abby Ellis. I'm Rick Geth, and this is the Cat Club Podcast. Hi, Tom Bodet, using this streaming music format to fulfill my lifelong dream of being a 50s radio DJ. Here goes. Hey, guys and gals, this is Tombo spinning the platters that matter at number six on your motel dial. Get a clean, comfy pad for the best deal you ever had. Just say, we'll leave the light on for you. The phrase that pays less. Man, that was fun. Book now at motel6.com or on your smartphone. I'm Tom Bodet, and we'll leave the light on for you. Man, I might just chill tonight. Puppy monkey baby. 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 Mountain Dew Kickstart. Dew, juice, caffeine. Puppy monkey baby. The competition has taken notice. Hello? 
my God. Good luck keeping up with us. <laughs> Amateurs. This is the Cat Club Podcast, the sweetest smelling podcast in the world. <laughs> Four out of five dentists surveyed said that we're the sweetest smelling. What they are doing smelling anything when they're dentists, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about either. I'm Rick Geffen. So honored to have Abby Ellis, local musician who, dare I say, the most underrated. <laughs> Unknown musician in Columbus presently. Yes. I, hearing musician even to refer to me, I'm like, am am I a musician? Sure. Like, <laughs> well, okay. What's your definition of musician? I feel like somebody when, who plays an instrument. Yeah, I feel like when you say musician, I'm thinking someone like I can go see them live, and then I'm like, I'm not. I'm not even like local. I'm like in the space of my bedroom local like <laughs> i'm like i just like put this on twitter and hope some people see it and you've taken like air band to the next level <laughs> i was a heck of an air guitarist when i was a kid yep. tennis rackets were all the rage <laughs> you know couch cushions for the drum set nice and away we go yep. um no to me a musician or an artist i mean it's interchangeable yeah and how and how you want to look at it whether it's somebody who writes their own music, plays an instrument, you know, and you play keyboards, mm -hmm. you play you play the piano, um, you have a guitar. I do. <laughs> that, that you are I'm working beginning, on beginning it. it beginning uh, very, very to learn how to play. Beginning. Yeah. Um, and the guitar sounds that are on some of your songs that is all MIDI mm -hmm. driven, computer driven. Yep. Three. Yep. And you you, you said GarageBand, so that's Apple, obviously. Yes. yes. So. Free, which I like. Oh, free. Hey, free is good. <laughs> free is good. I do my best to no. make it sound okay. <laughs> oh, well, you make it sound better than okay. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I think we're, we're, we're a couple of steps beyond <laughs> okay at this point. Um, now, your, uh, your family's still here locally, mm -hmm. correct? Yep. Um, what do they think of your music? They didn't know for a long time. <laughs> like, I had stuff on SoundCloud for months before any of them knew. It wasn't like... So they weren't keeping tabs on you or something? Oh, no, something. they had no idea. I don't even think they... They didn't know I did anything. Like, they knew I took piano lessons. So that was about it. Because I did some stuff, like, producing in high school on, like, an app on my iPad and then put it up. And, like, they never heard that. And I think it was one of my my oldest sister. She saw I tweeted about it, and mm. she, I just remember she texted me. It was like midnight or something. I'm trying to go to bed. Like I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like I had work at eight a.m. and she was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I didn't know you did music. And then she was like, "Is that you singing?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she was like, "Shut up! Who is it?" I was like, "No, no, it's like it's me." And she was like, "No, it's not. Tell me, like who did you get?" And I'm like, no, "It is me. Like I promise." And she was like. You're kidding! And like that's when they found out, and then my dad listened to it, and he had no idea, and he was like, "Like, when do you do this stuff?" I'm like, "When you're not home." Like, I don't want to, don't want to make your ears bleed screaming into a mic, but. Well, for our listeners who don't know you, and I'm sure there's going to be many, <laughs> um, be they're gonna they're gonna know you by your voice. But to paint the picture, just what I see in front of me is a young Christina Aguilera. Seriously, I hope Only that, without, that the, a... without that perm, it's the straight the straight hair. Yeah, um, but fantastic. I mean, it, and the that music is a good compliment. <laughs> the music really is to me. It's it, it it amazes me that you've stayed under the radar this long. Not that we're gonna break you nationally, yeah. I mean, we're not. But I hope to get other people to start listening to your thing to your music and and say, wow. This is something we want to hear more of. Um, that's my hope, anyway. Yeah, that's no, my hope. I like that. I mean, it's it's just it's just a busy, and it's great that your parents and your family are on board now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, awaiting it makes me wonder what they're going to think. You know, oh my God, she's on a podcast now. <laughs> What's next? Hollywood Squares. <laughs> that's an old show for our younger listener. Um, but we we need to play some more music here. Uh, we've played real. We've played Odds Are Slim. Here's the third song from her EP, The Third Wave, called Drive, by Abby Ellis on the Cat Club Podcast. 
That was Drive by Abby Ellis from The Third Wave. That's one of those songs I totally imagine myself being in a car. I mean, obviously drive, no pun intended. Yeah. But being in a car literally on a long, straight road, like out in the middle of Kansas somewhere. <laughs> Late at night with just the stars above mm-hmm. kind of thing. Tell us the story behind it. Um, kind of like odds, sl- odds are slim. I can't even say my own song. Um, <laughs> more just a story, but it was kind of like at the time there was a guy and he was in a relationship and I was crushing. But um, it was just kind of like, you know, I wish we could just take a drive and like talk and stuff. But at the same time, it's like you can't because you're not going to be a terrible person <laughs> and be the home wrecker. But. Yeah, that was just kind of the the feeling behind it, but definitely like what you just said, like the night drive and like the stars, like that's exactly like the whole time I was writing that. I was like, yeah. And then, and that's the feel that, that comes across. It's, mm-hmm. and, I mean, musically even, it's just one of those. It just fits. Mm-hmm. It, it almost has that. I don't, don't want to say monotony of the road, but it has no, that that's beat exactly, that it's yeah. almost like the tires. Mm-hmm. Boom. boom. You know, he's going over the scenes on the highway for. type thing. Mm-hmm. So, amazing. Great work. <laughs> Thank you. Great, great work. See, kids, would I steer you wrong <laughs> on this show? Um, just still amazed that, that you don't play out live. We need to change that. <laughs> I mean, is, is that something that you think uh, you would rather do sooner rather than later? Probably. i got to do it while I'm young. <laughs> Not going to be... Old and torn, but yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute, are we making fun of old people? No, not at all. Is, is if that, you're, if I'd you're be one of them that. old people. Um, hey, I make fun of myself every day. So. <laughs> That's good. Wake That's up good. in the morning, look in the mirror, laugh my ass off. Yep. Um, then nothing can happens. get you down. That's I right. Mean, yeah. Oh, that allows me to laugh at everybody else. <laughs> um, but no, the, your music is just, it, it, it has a poignancy to it. The, even though you're writing it for you. Mm-hmm. There's something in all of the songs that I, I think anybody who listens to it is going to feel the emotion that, that you're striving to portray. At least that's how I yeah. how I hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd love to see you play these live. <laughs> I mean, it really, really would. Um, so we need to start a campaign, kids. <laughs> Abby Ellis. Before long, she'll be like, you know, headlining at Nationwide Arena. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're at the Ohio State University, so it would be the shot. The shot, the yeah. Shot. To heck with it. We'll do we'll do a two night run, one night at the shot, one night at the nationwide. You know. <laughs> do like twenty one pilots and just go to every central Ohio venue. Exactly. <laughs> and yet they are an LA band now. Yeah. Maybe from Columbus, but they all live in LA. Really? At least that's what I was told. Probably, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Um but no it's I personally would love to hear you not only play live but but do more music. Yeah. I'm excited to hear more music, and you know, I, I, I know our stuff. listeners after hearing your stuff are going to be clamoring for more. <laughs> They're going to be like Rick. You have to let us know. <laughs> you know I have right? a song finished. I just don't know when I'm going to post it yet. Uh oh, she's teasing us <laughs> now, kids. Well, I had this one finished, but, but you I know, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, I'll post it sometime soon. Soon being between now and Christmas. <laughs> no, it'll yeah. probably be like a week. A if week? that. Within a week. So we only have to wait a week for new music from <laughs> Abby Alice? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Ecstatic. <laughs> Jumping for joy. But we have to take another break. It's our last break. But we still have one more song. Yep. Your oldest song yes. that we're playing. Yep. The fantastic voice belongs to Abby Ellis. I am Rick Geff, and this is the Cat Club Podcast. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. 80 SPF Sunblock Wearer. Mr. 80 SPF Sunblock Wearer. There are 24 hours in a day. You're wearing 80-hour protection. If the sun fails to go down, you'll be ready. Don't forget the moonlight. Your coconut-scented force field blocks out all the sun's rays and any stray rays from another sun in another galaxy. Your star. 
12.30 SPF, please, you might as well be wearing cooking oil. Something smells delicious. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. 80 SPF sunblock wearer. In fact, feel free to crack one open at high noon in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Mr. 80 SPF sunblock wearer. Bud Light beer, Anheuser-Busch, Cartersville, Georgia. If all radio stations in town were palm trees, we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. <laughs> a little risque, <laughs> but we're not afraid to take chances here on the Cat Club Podcast, uh, and that's why we have you on the show. Not that I feel we're taking a chance. I look at it as I didn't discover you. Let's let's clear that up right now. I am not claiming that I discovered you. <laughs> I found out about your music through happenstance. Yeah. And was so amazed by it, I just knew I had to have you on the show. Um, so she's Abby Ellis. I'm Rick Gethin. Abby, once again, thank you so much for coming. No, on the show. seriously, thank you for having me. Um, it's been fun. It's amazing how fast the show goes by. It does. It really does. <laughs> I, I mean, we've already played, here. already played three of your songs. We're gonna play one more, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun. Play a couple of questions with. Sometimes it's five questions. <laughs> sometimes less. Sometimes more. Um, but the, this next song is your oldest song. Yep. Um, from your first EP, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm using the air quotes. Of course, they can't see it, but <laughs> air quotes, kids. Uh, first EP, the first night. Yeah. Any significance to the names? First night, third wave. Okay, kind of. I guess I was thinking about it earlier. The first night was supposedly in my head. It's like each song follows like different. I don't know. I want to. I don't want to say different vibes, but I kind of feel like I think it's the third wave that has Rio and Odds Are Slim. It's a very like kind of summery feel. I think it has right. my song Forever. I think so. And it's kind of like a summery feel. On the first night, I like did all these songs in the winter, so it's kind of like a colder feel. Oh, I don't it know. Very much is. I don't know. It's like, I mean, that's I mean, the way I can like feel it. It's just like when you say it out loud, it kind of sounds crazy. But the four songs that make up the first night are. are uh, intro too much, which we're going to hear yeah. here shortly. Uh, Lightning and before I fall asleep. It does have a very, I, I don't want to say uh, dark, um, but definitely a wintertime. It is. It is dark. Kind of, kind of, a, kind of a som- more somber tone. Yeah, definitely. To it, um, but still very, very poignant. Uh, too much is is the song we're going to hear. Mm-hmm. Very, very poignant. Tell us a little bit about it. Um. Okay, let's see. Too much. I gotta like recap everything that I did. Um, Think back. It was definitely like not that none of the songs are emotional, but it was kind of just like a like the chorus. I guess it's a chorus. It was like, is that too much to ask for? It's just like you constantly feel like you're like doing everything you can, and it's just like, is that too much to ask for? Like, kind of like for the other person, like, can you give me something? Like, I'm trying here and. <laughs> That was kind of like throw me a ball, come yeah. on, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm that giving was, you my all. It's, yeah, you know, reciprocate just a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely a sadder song. Definitely, kind of a like, this sucks. Like, <laughs> but you know, it's real though. Mm-hmm. I like. You know, it, it's it's real life. We all go through things like that where we have friends that will say anything you need or hey, you know, you're moving away. I'll, I'll come help you. And yeah. all of a sudden, they're busy. Yeah, you hit them up, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, come help me out once in a while. Is that too much to ask? Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly. how I kind of took it. Yeah. And especially with that, that somber winter feel, mm-hmm. that, that tone, that's what gives it that added poignancy, I think, um, to the message. But, you know, once again, just my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I agree with it. Um, but it's, it's, it's a really great song. It's my second favorite song after <laughs> the first one we played, Real. Mm-hmm. So this... Too much from the first night by Abby Ellis, my personal second <laughs> of her song on the Cat Club podcast. i 
Much by Abby Ellis, and it was your first song. Mm-hmm. First song on Garage First Band. song on Garage <laughs> Band. But the thing is that 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 song is really just—I mean, it's it, it's another one of those songs, just like real, that hits you in the feels. Or odds are slim. I mean, mm-hmm. any of your songs. I mean, they they have a way of, of really just reaching in and grabbing you and and taking hold. Huge compliment to you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> for, for, for for putting for putting this kind of music out. Um, I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, it really yeah. is. It's not Can't to me. It's not following that. a trend. It's like you're. It's like I like to hear that. <laughs> some people might say, "Well, this, that, or the other thing has been done before," but to me, it's you're following your own muse. Yeah, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was actually trying to think recently because I definitely have favorite bands, but I'm like. You know, like, what? Like, who really influences me? Well, who does? But, like, for, like, actually producing, (laughs) I can't really think. Like, there's definitely a band, and it's she's not one person, but the Japanese house, and she's not really, like, super popular. I mean, compared to, like, local artists, she's, like, huge. But (laughs) she definitely has kind of that, like, very, like, earthy, like, dream pop feel, and I love her stuff, so... I'd want to sound like her, but it all just comes down to what I like, and I don't really, I don't really care. If, it, if I like it, I'm like, you know what, well, I mean, that, it sounds good. <laughs> to me, it sounds like you, you found your own voice. Do you feel like you're still searching? Um, no. I, I don't, I, I guess not. I haven't really like, thought of that, but no, it's just whatever comes, whatever I mean, comes beyond, to me. Beyond being critical of, of your own voice, and like I said, it, Creative people are, yeah. Create, yeah. You know, they're critical of their voice or their their writing or their music or, or whatever it is. Um, but beyond that, do you feel comfortable as you're singing? Like, okay, well, maybe I can do that a little bit better. But you you know, kind of where you yeah, want to like go the with. idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like I know I know what I want it to sound like, and I'm like, all right, I think that'll sound good. And it's just like the actually getting there with like my physical vocals. There's some things that I'll like. I'll try to sing, and I'm like, man, like, I really just wish I could sing that. And I had to modify it a bit, but, like, I don't know. I feel like it just comes naturally. It's just, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It just happens. Well, maybe we'll have to we'll have to get a hold of Joe Veers down at Sonic Lounge in Grove City. Um, see if we can set something up. Get you in the studio there. Oh, yeah. Amazing, amazing board in that studio, too. That's from Olympia Studios in London. Hmm. Many, many famous people have recorded through that board. Wow. Good stuff. <laughs> and he's an amazing 
producer engineer uh, and right here locally yeah um, and he's just one of many mm -hmm. there there are many many uh, throughout central Ohio and Columbus but uh, in the few remaining minutes that we have we're gonna have a little fun <laughs> now, now that we've kind of gone through some of these poignant somewhat dark yeah. somber <laughs> tunes of Abby Ellis's uh, so the first question we have to ask Miracle Whipper Manny's I ask this of everybody. I mean, I feel like this is the wrong answer. <laughs> Miracle Whip. Like, oh, to, I know. It's such I, a Midwestern thing, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Miracle Whip. No really, like, reason behind it. Just Miracle Whip. Convenient. But it's okay. Squeeze it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I mean, you can do that with I guess. Too. I guess, yeah. Uh, it has a different... It's a little different, different taste, taste. A little yeah. A little bit more tangy yeah. than Miracle Whip. Um... Great in like potato salad or macaroni salad, but I digress. <laughs> um, Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera? I gotta go with X Tina. <laughs> I mean, they both definitely. How did have I some, know that? Definitely have some hits, but I yeah, even just like I don't know. I feel like Britney Spears. Like I love her. Everyone likes Britney Spears, but I feel like Christina definitely has more unique sound. I feel like Britney is just like pure pop. Okay. Here's a toughie. Okay. Justin Timberlake. You probably don't have to say another one because it'll or, probably be Justin or Timberlake. Mark Wahlberg when he was Marky Mark <laughs> from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Funky Bunch. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Although I think Marky Mark actually performed at my high school way back when. I've no idea how that happened. But I'm pretty sure that's a thing, unless it's just like a legend. But Marky Mark and the Funky Mark. Well, we're going back a ways there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one, the one hit by Marky Mark. Good vibrations. Good vibrations. Yeah. I still play that YouTube video. <laughs> yes, I'm into the cheesy early '90s the dance. dance. Oh my god. Oh, I never got into Backstreet Boys or Instinct. I can't say that I ever got yeah. into that. I just that was just. That was, that was one step too far. <laughs> too organized, for, for the dances and the outfits. <laughs> oh, little Ricky is a guy who has no rhythm whatsoever. <laughs> that's why... Um, so maybe you were just jealous all that time, and that's why you couldn't, oh, couldn't get into it. Oh, of course I'm jealous of somebody who has dance moves. <laughs> They're the guys who got all the dates. <laughs> that's no, great. It's, it, 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 was a, it, was, it was a weird time. <laughs> because I was going to clubs back then, back in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and what little free time I had, but, uh, but I was hearing a lot of club music, um, and European techno was was the thing that oh, I was right. falling into. So it wasn't really that Backstreet Boy band, yeah. boy band type thing that I was I was getting into. Yeah. Although it seems like a lot of people around here are still into those type bands. The boy bands. Yeah. There he goes, one of God's own prototypes, a high-powered mutant of some kind, never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Yes, I am too weird to live. <laughs> Don't know if I'm too rare to die, but I have to thank Abby Ellis for coming on the show today. Abby, we want to have you back on the show. <laughs> I would love to. This, this, love was, this was an amazing time. Amazing music. Thank you. That, that uh, you're putting out there. And we're looking forward, you said about a week, until we hear a new song, so yeah. we're going to hold you to that. Yeah. Um, definitely want to have you back on the show and hear more music and that's it for us well i hope you folks enjoyed yourselves catch you later on down the trail